Hey everybody, this is Ruben, and you're listening to Amazing Stories. Here's what happened previously on The American Immortal. Give me the humans. Is he talking to a bear? That's what it looks like. I told you that's not really a bear. It's Brian. He's a soul tracker. You knocked him out! I did us a favor. This guy is crazy. He wants to take us someplace called the Realm of the Dead. Twenty two twenty two Media presents The American Immortal. Episode three. Let's make a deal. Let me take the reins for a while. No. Oh, come on, Nuna. I'm tired of riding behind you. Do not call me Nuna. I am Mrs. Bernard to you, and Molly is my horse. You're lucky I'm letting you ride. It's a real nice way to talk to your partner. We are not partners, Mr. Pilcher. We have a one-time arrangement. <sighs> Fine. I'll be real glad to get back to New Orleans. That's where I'm from. I I believe I told you that when we met. New Orleans is a great city. But I thought, why should I work as a legal apprentice in my father's law firm and wait forever for him to decide when I could become a lawyer? When I could make a quick fortune in the fur trade. So you came out here and got caught stealing beaver traps from the Blackfoot. That's why they were after you. That's... That's one version of what happened. So, uh, you grew up in the fur trade? What is wrong with some conversation to pass the time? I'm dying of boredom on the back of this horse. My French-Canadian father is a fur trapper. My Cree mother taught me how to help my father making snowshoes and preparing the beaver pelts to sell. A year ago, they made an agreement with Antoine that I should marry him. Then I made snowshoes and prepared beaver pelts for him. The trading post is up ahead. Come on, Molly. This is a pretty small trading post. Now, we won't get as much here, but can't go back to the rendezvous to trade, so... (laughs) What should we trade? Uh, Well, we've got the book and this box. Whiskey. I'll keep that. The rock. You can keep that. This rock made a bear run away when Otto held it up. Seems like that would be worth something. Listen to yourself. You think the trader will believe that bears are afraid of this little rock? I suppose not. I'll keep the rock. I doubt the trader can read, so keep the book, too. The box is the only thing worth something. Here we are. Let's see what we get. I can trade you some salt pork, a blanket, and some lead for shot for these pelts. 
got the pork a few months ago. Good stuff. It's only rancid in a few spots. Don't seem like much. It's the best I can do for five brown weasel pelts. Damn. I'll take it. Here you go. Mr. Pilcher, I will be talking to the trader to make this deal. I don't want you to cheat me. Who's next? We are. Anybody? We have this box. Anybody at all? Excuse me. Who's next? Hey! Hello there. How can I help you, sir? I have this that box. And wife here brought this box. Uh, find me some food, wife. <laughs> what will you give me? Who am I talking to here, mister? Excuse me, sir. Come here, Mrs. Bernard. Do not tell him I am your wife. Just the idea of it makes my skin crawl. Then don't think about it. Do you want to make this trade or not? I always negotiate to get the best prices for our pelts. Well, we don't have pelts. Looks like your woman is hard for you to control. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, she's a, she's a handful. But she's great at making coffee and snowshoes. Ugh, I would kill you again if I could. Well, too bad. You can't kill me. Go. Find something to eat. You are worse than putrid dog meat, Mr. Pilcher. Oh, that is so rude, Mrs. Bernard. I'm just trying to help here. Ugh. <laughs> Country wives, right? <laughs> what you got? This box here. It's pretty fancy. It's got carvings all on the sides. It looks like it might be gold or silver. Give it here. Sounds like something's in there. What is it? I'm not sure. Well, open it up and let's see. All right. Can't you open it? Yes. The latch is right here. It's just stuck. Mm -hmm. uh, let me see if I can pry it open. Can I borrow your knife? Here you go. Looks like it won't open. Hang on. You're going to break my knife if you keep at it like that. You got anything else? Like a beaver pelt? No. Sorry. Who's next? Is it there? <clears throat> Excuse me. That box sure is pretty. Yes. Yes, it is. Don't think I've ever seen anything like it. Yes. Only one of its kind in the whole world. You don't say. It's a family heirloom. Came over to the continent with the uh, pilgrims who gave it to... Uh, Benjamin Franklin, who used it to keep things in during the war against those redcoats. I'll be danged. Benjamin Franklin himself owned this box? And he was a relative of yours? Uh, yes. Yes, he was. He left this box to my family in his will. Mind if I hold it, Mr. Uh... Pilcher. Uh, I mean, 
Pilcher Franklin. Pleased to know you, Mr. Pilcher Franklin. I'm Jed Labossier. All right, if I take a look? You just be careful. Family heirloom and all. Sure is something. Can you open it? No. It was damaged by the Redcoats in the Battle of, uh, the Philadelphia Cow Patty. But what's in there was put there by my cousin, Ben Franklin, using his own hands. Sadly, Ben took his secret of what is inside to the grave. Damn. Kind of gets the mind going thinking about what might be in there. It could be anything. I'm going back to St. Louis soon. I surely would love to bring my wife back something special. I don't suppose you, uh... Oh, I don't know. My wife would be tickled to get something that was once owned by Mr. Benjamin Franklin himself. And it would make for a nice homecoming for me, if you know what I mean. (laughs) (laughs) What would you take for it? Well... Look, I got some silver pieces here in this bag. I don't know. It is a family heirloom. Cousin Benjamin Franklin and all. I could throw in little Bill here. He's a good horse. A horse? The box is worth a lot more, but since it's for your wife, I think I could part with it for the silver pieces in your bag. Little Bill. And a saddle? (laughs) Mr. Pilcher Franklin, if you'll shake on it, you got yourself a deal. Thank you. (laughs) My wife will be so happy. Benjamin Franklin's box. Oh, well, you're welcome, Mr. Labossier. I'm sure your wife will love it. What you cooking there? Meat stew. Smells good, doesn't it? I haven't eaten for a while. You want some? I don't have much to trade. Just this little book and this rock. See? I see. What's that book about? I don't know. My husband said he would teach me to read. He showed me a few letters, but that's all. Your husband is dead. Yes, a few days ago. What's your name? Mrs. Bernard. I'm Jane. You give me the book and the rock, and I'll give you both. Thank you. Sure. Mmm, mmm, this is good. Well, the trade is made. What is this? Silver coins. Ooh, that smells delicious. Hello there, I'll have a bowl of your finest stew. I only got the one stew. What's in it? Meat. I mean, what's it made out of? Meat. 
What kind of meat? Meat, meat. You want a bowl or not? Meat, meat. My favorite. I'll have a bowl, my good woman. Be right with you, my good man. All this for that box? Nope. I got more. A horse. <laughs> a horse? And the silver? Impressive, right? Sometimes I even amaze myself. I'll ride into New Orleans on my own horse with silver in my pocket. That'll show everybody. And then I'll ride up to my father's law office and I'm gonna tell him he can- Hey! Otto! Where's my whiskey? What? What? How did you- Whiskey. Damn it. Here. You think that was easy? Saving you from a soul tracker like Brian? Brian? That talking grizzly bear. Soul trackers like Brian do not care if your souls are incomplete. They'll take you right to the underworld, straight to the city of no hope. So I think I deserve a little appreciation. Instead of being hit in the head with a rock. <laughs> how, how, how did you get here? We left you on the mountain. That's a two-day ride from here. You still don't get it. Let me spell it out. You are dead. Or mostly dead. You killed each other, remember? <laughs> your souls were leaving your bodies until you... Me? ...decided to stop the process by crawling out of the passageway to the afterlife, bringing this jackass with you. Hey! Now... Half your souls are still in your bodies. You're wandering out in the world. And it's my thankless job to extract the part of the soul left inside your bodies, reconnect them with the other half, and then escort you both to the realm of the dead, where you belong. Otto! Shit. We have to go. I am not going anywhere with you. Me neither. I've got a bowl of meat meat stew coming. If you don't move right now, I will let everyone at this trading post know you're the pair who escaped the hanging at the rendezvous. They'll string you up, and this time I'll leave you swinging for a week. So, let's go. Anna, Hurry up! Anna, stop right there. Shit. I've been waiting for you. Hello, boss. I don't know why I keep ignoring my instincts when it comes to you, Otto. I knew you would screw this up. Maybe it's me. Maybe I'm just too soft-hearted for this job. Oh, don't say that. You're not soft-hearted. Not at all. Here's your stew. Thank you. Smells delicious. This is my fault. I know it's your fault. Mr. Pilcher and Mrs. Bernard were hanging on that tree together. You could have done the soul extraction right there. I know. But instead, you go for a drink. Demon whiskey has a hold of me. I admit it. And then you decide to cut them down. What the hell were you thinking, Otto? Oh. Well, actually... 
Auto only cut me down. I was cut down by a Blackfoot named Apeezy. I am not talking to you two, so shut up and eat your stew. No. Who are you? This is my boss. She, uh... Call me Jane. I am in charge of soul repossession and delivery for the realm of the dead. All soul trackers report to me. In my spare time, I like to cook. It relaxes me. You really screwed this one up, Otto. Jane, give me another chance to fix this. Please. Let's speak privately, shall we? Excuse me for a moment. Take your time. I must say, this meat meat stew is delicious. Did you know that Mrs. Bernard had your copy of the Book of Rules? Did you know that she had the Stone of Hope? Oh, I I got everything right here. Yeah. She traded the book and the stone to me for a bowl of stew. Honestly, I should, I should demote you to get greeter in the realm of the dead. Oh, no! Give me another chance, Jane. I, I promise I won't mess this up. All right, but this is your last chance, Otto. Here. Here's your book and the stone. Keep track of your things. Now get the box and get this job finished. Uh, I don't have the box. I, I guess they took it when they knocked me out. Oh. Which one of you has Otto's box? The box? Well, I traded it over at the trading post. That box contains half your souls. Did you just say that our souls are in a box? Pay attention. This sounds complicated, but it's really very simple. Half of your souls, the part that left your bodies when you two were dying, are in the box. The other half of your souls are still in your bodies. Got it? Otto, go to the trader and get that box back right now. Um, the trader doesn't have it. I made the trade with a guy named Jed. He gave me this bag of silver coins and uh, that horse over there, Little Bill, which I'm getting on to leave right now. Little Bill? What, What happened to you? He's turned into a... A mule! The sack of silver! It's nothing but sand! I swear those coins were there! I saw them! Damn it! It's Brian! Well, it looks like Brian has gone rogue. Damn! Well, I can't say I didn't see this coming. And to make it worse, now Brian has the box with half your souls in it. Brian? Now, the man who bought the box said his name was Jed. A soul tracker can take many forms and names. This is just great. A rogue soul tracker has the box with the souls in it. 
I don't understand what you're talking about, but I don't care. I'm getting on my horse and going up into the mountains. If you leave, you'll have no chance to make your soul complete again. Sooner or later, you'll be caught by a soul tracker and confined to the city of no hope for all eternity. No, because I am not dead. Are you listening? You are partly dead. Half of your soul is still in your body, but the other half... Is in the box. Right. I've had enough of this. I'm leaving. Me too. Some folks just have to learn the hard way. out if you don't taste one. <laughs> I always say the apple fritters are the perfect thing when you need something that's just a little sweet. Mm-mm-mm. These are the best I've ever eaten. Honestly. Stop. You're making me flush, Mr. Pilcher. Okay, now that we've all had a little snack, I'll answer your question. Why are you here? Because, out of the goodness of my heart, I am showing you what your place in eternity will be if you don't get your souls together. Why did I have to come down here? You know why, Otto, so let's not pretend you don't. Denizen of the damned. You could be nicer, Otto. Yeah, sorry. Those whalers give me the creeps. Hey, whaler? Want a fritter? Fritters. Yes, you do. Good little whaler. Now, fetch! Go get it! Darn, the fritter dissolved in the murky waters of doom. Too bad. That was mean. At least he got a chance for a piece of an apple fritter. That's more than most of the souls down here ever get. Now, get that box. 
get your souls back together and get to the right place in the realm of the dead or all three of you will find yourselves in the city of no hope for eternity. Oof. 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 Ah. I always forget how much it hurts to be brought back to Earth. <laughs> All this stuff. Everything you said is real. Of course it is. I'm not staying here for this. You've already tried that. Jane can see everything. And if she doesn't get you, a soul tracker will. Do you want to end up back in that place? I don't trust you. I don't blame you. But I did save you from that bear. This feels like insanity. Which is why I drink. What do we do now? <sighs> All right. I'll take it that you are both in. Who's got the book? I do. Here. Well, looks like we're going to need the help of an underwolf. A what? An underwolf. A demon wolf from the bowels of hell. But we have to catch it first. The American Immortal was written, directed, and edited by Susan Busa Leshner. Produced by Leslie Sedale, Jack James Busa, and Susan Busa Leshner. Starring Jack James Busa, Diana Bustello. David Lee Hess, Lauren Lane, and Craig Nye, and featuring the voices of T.J. Young and Andrew Heinrich. The American Immortal is a production of 2222 Media. Thank you for listening, and don't forget to join us tomorrow for yet another amazing story.